Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we'll be talking about the international break, the reserves game, and the upcoming games with Derby and Blackpool. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals, and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon. Dave, how are we? I'm very well, thank you, Tom. Enjoyed the the time off, the no games. We yeah. kind of get to. I know we were moaning about it last week. We kind of getting to the end of it now, mm. so the, the light at the end of the tunnel. We've had. We're used to international breaks. You get three or four of them a season, but it's usually just one weekend. But mm. with North End game against Blackpool being moved from the last Saturday before the international break through to next week, it's yeah. left us with two, two so weekends. Long, two it? weekends. Yeah. It just feels like the summer almost. It almost <laughs> yeah. feels like we're on holiday or in pre-season. I think the summer is like two weeks this year anyway. Yeah. With the way the I world think we've had is. it. I yeah. think we've had the summer anyway, yeah. the weather. Yeah, well, so yeah, that's true. Just having two weekends with no sort of North End is quite a little bit strange, really. Yeah, at yeah. this time of the year. So we've uh, we're getting there again, though. Uh, international breaks over. Plenty of PNE players involved in the international break. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali McCann, Alan Brown, Seth Vandenberg, Cameron Archer, Daniel Everson. Mm-hmm. Is that everyone? Lewis Coulton and yes. James Fraddick at youth level, yep. well under 19, under yeah, 17 yeah. level. Yeah, so yeah, pl- plenty of involvement there. Mm. Alan Brown with a with a big header I saw for Ireland yeah, against, against Belgium. Yeah, on number the, one in the world on on was it Friday Saturday that was in yeah mm. Saturday yeah over in Dublin yeah he came off the bench and scored a nice header actually mm. good cross and like got up high. We've seen him do that a few times mm. for North End in the past. Hold's the one that always stands out to me. Jaden Stockley's yeah. cross. Yeah, and then I think there was one at home to Huddersfield under Simon Grayson. We scored in the last minute and he mm. got up and headed it in mm. like that. So, because Brown's not the smallest of guys. He's got a little bit of height on him. Got quite yeah. a good leap. Very good leap, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice header. I, think, I feel like Alex Neal always used to say about wanting him in the box for corners and things mm. like that. He's one of the best headers of the ball that, yeah. that North End had when he was there, mainly because of that leap. And he mm-hmm. made a good habit of getting forward from that number 10 and, and scoring. Hopefully yeah. that might kickstart it now with Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So that, he obviously came off the bench to score against Belgium. He got a start against Lithuania on Tuesday night, which is last night. Mm. We're recording this on Wednesday. Um, so we got 80, 82 minutes in that one. So a bit of match fitness in, well, not match fitness because he's played a lot, but you know. Um, yeah, kept some, ticking some time over, in over the two legs. weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's not had to play two 90 minutes or anything. Yeah. Ali McCann for Northern Ireland didn't play in Luxembourg on Friday, but played all the game last night. Hungry. Hungry. Is he hungry? I'm hungry. Yeah, no. <laughs> I only so, know because Paddy Lane was playing as well. Yeah, so it was what? Yeah, Paddy I think Lane. they lost that one, one nil. So McCann got yeah, a game know. there. Everson unused sub on the bench for Denmark in a game when Christian Eriksen scored in Copenhagen. Mm. What a night that must. Yeah, as be captain. In, yeah, just to be in the stadium that night. That, you know, that must have been a bit special for him. Set Vandenberg. I think ninety Queen minutes. Sheet. Yeah, yeah, ninety in minutes one. in. I think last night as well. Yeah, I think oh, he's it? had two. He's had two sort of full runouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's he's done well. Yeah, for the Netherlands under twenty one. So Archer yeah. initially missed the first game. Yeah, started yeah. the second. Yeah, he missed pull, the first through illness. Pulled out the first one with illness. Yeah, Rejo obviously easier once you're in the country. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he's he's um, he's himself back and rejoined the squad. I think on Monday mm. played an hour of the England under twenties game against. Germany at Colchester mm. on Tuesday night. So that's an hour if he has been ill. Yeah. It's an hour sort of fitness back into the legs, get yourself going a li- yeah. again. Get the lungs know. going again. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, yeah, set him up for come back here. Yeah, and then 
can't not mention it. Tyrese Dolan scored in that same game yeah, as well. Yeah, he's done well. The lad's yeah. done well, hasn't he? Yeah, so. Just the one that got away, isn't he? Unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, I know. Um, that one's going to hang around the neck for a long time, I think. Uh, yeah, it will, for as long as he's doing well, and yeah. especially at Rovers. And, and forever, yeah, I think his name will always be mentioned whenever it comes up to renewal of youth team players, mm. whether they give him a pro contract. Mm. It's always going to be a name in the background mm. there, thinking, can't get this one wrong again. Yeah. Did he air on the side of caution with someone or, or whatever? So. He's almost like, not the measuring stick, I can't think of the word or the phrase, but it's like you don't want another Tyrese mm. Dolan situation. You don't want... Like, he's like the warning sign, yeah. isn't he? You know? Yeah. So can you afford that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you're not the only football that's been going on. Mm. There's also the reserves team game. Yeah. And I mentioned just before we started recording, the last reserve team game I did, was nil nil and it was dull and it was just rubbish. The whole game was rubbish. The quality was rubbish. And you got a four four. I did. Well, what a game. Said, yeah. Well, you what know, a if, game. You know, I thought, well, pick and choose them, yeah. Tom. You know, you, yeah. you know, senior reporter and all that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking that at half time when they were two nil down. The uh, yeah, the, the reserves played Accrington in the Central League game at Exton. It was officially Accrington's home mm. game, but. Uh, wherever they normally play, obviously wasn't available or whatever they were saving mm. the pitch, so they moved it to Exton, and um, so North End played very much a sort of under 18s, 19s youth side. They had two yeah. two first year pros in the goalkeeper Oliver Lombard. You'd normally see and Hunts Joe Rodwell and Grant, yeah, all Sunday and and people like yeah. that in there, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, but you know the. They basically had the youth team out. Mm. I, I, North End have been back training since sort of last back end of last week. I think they trained Friday, Saturday, off Sunday, then trained Monday and Tuesday. So they seen there wasn't even a first team player. There wasn't even mm. like an Ethan Walker on the bench or anything for the reserves. It was all. So I presume in the first team things have been just you know they just wanted to concentrate on first team training. Have yeah. I don't know if they had an eleven aside or something. In yeah, that. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. but no, the, but it was good to see the younger lads in the the reserve side. You know, because it, in the under nineteen league, the youth lions, so the ten games, you know, ten games unbeaten, the mm. thirteen games unbeaten. When you throw in the um, the the Alliance Cup games as well, so they're in really good form. So, but it was yeah, it was nine of the youth team. Started plus Rodwell Grant and Oliver Lombard, who were first year pros, yep. both out on loan. But you can play reserve team football under those terms of those yeah. sort of youth loans. So it was good to see, and you know, some younger lads on the bench as well. As I say, half time, North End didn't start too badly, but found them. I think they went one down after about half an hour. Then Accrington scored again just before half time, two nil down at half time. You think, well, what's going on? It's not, <laughs> not the best of game, you know, they weren't. You know, the, after starting well, they, they faded. The you know the confidence looked like it had taken a bit of a knock. Five minutes into the second half, Josh Sherry had to come off. Mm. One of the more well, not not one of the more senior players. He has mm. got a pro contract, but he's again we've got to remember he's actually a first year scholar age. Yeah, but one they've got a lot of hope for. He got a really bad. He, I saw his leg afterwards. A really bad set of stud marks up his hamstring mm. from a tackle. It was it wasn't great. Uh, so he'd been battling on through that in the first half. He clearly weren't right. Anyway, they substituted him, brought put Kean Taylor on down the right, who's a, a first year, you know, scholar. And I don't know, just North End just seemed to get a little bit of you know impetus, and mm. they got one back, made it two one. Then they fell three one behind quickly, but then got it back to three all, and then went four three down, and then 
last minute, well, second, well, two minutes of injury time gone. Um, Aaron Bennett got it in the middle, bit of a dribble, had a bit of a shot from 25 yards, hit a defender, looped over at keeper for uh, all. Happy days. Yeah. Eight goal thriller, Tom. Yeah, what a eight goal thriller. What, yeah. a, what a report you had Absolutely. to write there. I had to write that as a headline, in that Eight goal thriller. Yeah. Cop- oh, yeah. Copyrighted that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a six goal thriller at three all. And then yeah, I was crossing yeah. that out. Yeah. Last minute rewrite. Yeah, yeah. But no, there was one or two problems, you know, some good shows in there. Mm. Um, Bennett, who Aaron Bennett, who I mentioned, who got the the equaliser, you know, the fourth the fourth goal. He's uh, a second year scholar now. I know there's a lot on him. He's a, he's a good footballer. There was high hopes for him when they took him on, but he, he did his cruciate ligament uh, last season, hmm. and so he's only just come back in the last month, month and a half. Right. But he'd come in and he he looks he looks a footballer with the ball hmm. at his feet. He really does I like the look of him. Um, Fitness-wise, he's probably still got a bit to do. But I think, you know, when we're talking about whether you've got to take a player on as a pro, etc., he's probably got all of that in his feet. I'd mm. like to look at that. But it's just obviously he's got, got to get his fitness right. Mm. Um, just while I remember as well, you mentioned about Cruciate and things like that. Izzy Brown put a, a tweet out the other day saying there's there's more to come from him and, yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that, which I thought was, was quite good. He seems quite positive and potentially... Yeah. I don't know whether there could be something there yeah. for him beyond this season. His was exactly tendon, wasn't it, that he ruptured? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty, nasty Long term, I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, he signed a one-year of a one-year option. I don't know. He's not going to play this season. Mm. It'd be a big risk if to give him another one. But, mm. you know, it seems, I think he's a very heartfelt guy. I think mm. he appreciates there's a lot of, you know, a lot of North End fans, considering he's not played very much. Yeah. North End fans have taken to him really well, you know, and like when when he's had his injury and whatnot, they know he's been in a bit of a dark place at times. But you know, they've rallied behind him. I think it was it was nice of him to sort of message back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's been, you know, he's been very unlucky for, you know, to to rupture Achilles tendon just in a training session, you know, just doing a little bit of passing. No matter what people say about his injury record or whatever, it's Mm. completely unrelated. It's not your hamstring going every time, you know, it's not a a persistent muscle injury. When when your Achilles tendon rupturing is a once in a career Mm. touch wood Mm. injury. You you wouldn't say the same about Patrick Bauer. Well, no, he had the no, exact same, same injury, injury, and it just yeah. it just happens. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of them. It used to be Tom an inju- It used to be an injury which finished career. Mm. You know, when I, when I was growing up, I can remember seeing players doing that. Trevor Francis did it when he was playing for Nottingham Forest when they were European champions and mm. whatever, and it was seen absolute disaster. He was out of the game for about a year. You know, right. so yeah. But there you go. Tough but, going. Yeah, but just moving back to the youth team, Tom. Like, you mm. are the reserves. Are, some players are quite impressed with actually. So yeah. You look at them. It's hard to judge, isn't it? Because they mm. they were playing an Accrington side, youngish. You know, they had some similar younger players, but Accrington also had one or two more experienced players in like John O'Sullivan. He's right. played regular. He was at Wembley football. last season with Morecambe. Yeah, won, um, uh, won promotion. Yeah, they had a lad Pritchard. He was at Bolton yeah, last season. He's, he's been had a bit of an injury, but yeah, he's on yeah, his he's way back. Normally, yeah. one of their key players. Yeah, so they, you know, Accrington had a more a sort of smattering of two or three first team players around yeah. North End or a younger side. So it's always hard to judge in those situations, mm. sporadic looks at them. But Mikey O'Neill, I know, is a player Ryan Lowe thinks a lot of. Mm. He was playing as one of those sort of two running eights with Bennett. Those right. two caught me eye. Rodwell Grant got himself a goal in the mm. second half. Always um, seems to, does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he got a sniff. He won the penalty for, for the North End second. He scored the equaliser when it was free all. 
you know, after the keeper parried, he was first to it. Um, but, you know, there was um, the lad that, you know, I mentioned him before, I thought uh, Keon Taylor came on as a, as a right wing back, as a, you know, a replacement for Siri. thought he did very well. He hit the post in the second half and he just looked lively. So mm. yeah. It's difficult as well it to is, gauge yeah. whether these players can, for example, break through because we've not seen no. youth players tested at, in the first team for a, for a long, long no. while, really. Yeah. Got a slight gl- glimpse of... Ethan Walker when there was an injury crisis mm-hmm. but never really seen a, a proper attempt to, to integrate them so you don't know how big the jump is no. at the moment do you? It's difficult no. from a PNE perspective anyway. It was a topic as well on Monday Tom there was the uh, meet the manager yeah. night at Deepdale with Ryan Lowe uh, which, which I attended I really enjoyed it actually it was a good night and but w- a couple of the questions from the, from the fans to Ryan Lowe was about younger players and I'd love, you know, one one guy asked a question, you know, bar, you know, if this season is going to be sort of finished mid-table, mm. if the playoffs are out of reach, bar when we play Rovers and Blackpool, is it worth chucking a couple of young players in, test them out? And uh, Ryan Lowe was saying, he said, there will be one player you will definitely see before the end of the season. Now, there's a lot of speculation that probably will be Mike O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Because he's been in a couple of first team, not not in the match day squad, but yeah. trained with. He's been the spare man. Yeah, he's been the nineteenth man in a home game and away um, away at Cardiff. I noticed he was. Uh, they took him down. For, yeah. you know, for the overnight stop and whatever. Which which they used to do fairly regularly with yeah. Baxter and um, O'Reilly yeah. and, and people like that. It's not uncommon to do it and get him around yeah. it, which I think yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. But he is the only one they've done it with. Yeah. <laughs> but they got him. Then he was saying with the other. Ryan Lowe was saying, you, you know. I'd like to play young players, but he said they have to be good enough. Yeah. And he said he'd had four in the office for the young lads in the office to sort of say, look, lads, you're doing okay. I've told, I was told a lot about you when I first arrived. I've watched you since. You're good players, but I'm expecting a little bit more from you before I'll take that next step with you. Now, we can only surmise who those four were, mm. but obviously he's watching them. He would like to include some younger players, but until he thinks they're at a level where they're worth trying, he's not going to throw four pl- four kids yeah. in at one time. But if he can, you know, if they can rotate, maybe put one on the bench each time or something. He said, "There's those four have obviously got a little bit to do yet, just to sort of convince him that it's worth doing." Mm. So. And then I'm sure they'll be involved again in pre-season as yeah. youth players always are. And then I guess you've got a new chance to, to prove. I mean, yeah. that was the making of, of Ben Davies, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah. Came in in pre-season and Alex Neil wouldn't let him go. No, and I think um, I think with one, one, one thing with the younger players this year, earlier in the season, Noah Mwene, Josh Seary, tra- Rodwell Grant, yeah, yeah. were training with the first team at Exton, but... Under Ryan Lowe, he's got such a big squad. He decided to move them back down to, you know, the not back down to train with the academy still at Springfields and come up as and when when yeah. they were needed. Now, if there is a bit of squad pruning over the the summer, I think the plan is to get some of the more promising lads backing with the first team on a sort of daily basis rather than. Yeah. Even now, which I think is needed, really. Yeah, yeah. It's hard as well a two site training centre when you got one lot of lads at Exton and one at Ashton, which is yeah, like you're like 25, 30, 30 minutes, minutes away, like a half an hour drive away. You yeah. must feel a little bit unconnected, if you know mm. what I mean. You know, so as, as a youth player, you want mm. to feel like the manager knows what's going on with you or is seeing what you're doing and things. And no matter what, it's going to be more difficult when it's just. Mm. 
tales being told and yeah. him never mm. properly getting to set eyes on you, I suppose. There's some, you know, some of the, the some clubs have um, their academy on the same site, you know, they've got a big training ground. I think that's how, back to not hopping on about him too much, Tyrese Dolan got his chance at Blackburn because yeah. he went to tr- he went to sign an under-23 contract with Blackburn mm. after being released by North End. And I think they were training on the same site as the first team. And I think during the summer... Blackburn, that first summer Blackburn had a few injury problems, players weren't available and then they needed a couple of lads from the under-23s to make up some numbers I think Dolan came in and yeah. you know, called him off the next pitch any chance you can come and train here, sounds a bit simplistic mm. But it's, it's he, often he got, the case isn't got it? Got the yeah. batting and ran with it as yeah, you say, yeah. you know? so sometimes if you you know, you've got the youth team training on the next pitch or, you know, just across the way or something. It's mm. may, maybe a little bit easier to yeah. integrate. I remember hearing a story about Aaron, and it's not really related, but Aaron Wambasaka at Crystal Palace where he was initially a right winger, but the first team generally needed a right back to fill in in training sessions. Mm-hmm. So they bring him over because he was quick to go up against Zahar, mm-hmm. literally just drag him over from the other pitch and just yeah. go fill in there. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing they're selling him for £50 million. Pounds. Yeah. So it, it can be quite simple at times, yeah. just pull one guy from one pitch and mm-hmm. it kind of goes from there because I suppose back with the, with the youth team players now you, mm. you get in towards that stage of making your mind up with who is in the second you know the current second years at the moment second year scholars yeah. that's people like O'Neill and Bennett um, to pluck a couple of names out Joe Blanchard who's up on loan at Lancaster he played in the reserves as well mm. he's similar to Rodwell Grant the year behind Rodwell Grant um, so J- Jacob Slater they're, they're all sort of there, they'll be waiting to see whether they get a contract. You know, Noah Mwenny and Josh Seary, they were taken on as first-year scholars last summer, but also got a pro deal straight away. So they're not in the same boat. The current first-year scholars, other lads, they've got another year after this to prove themselves. So, Do you think it maybe goes against them a little bit? Those two, the, the, in terms of Ryan Lowe, and he expects a lot because they've got this, they've already got this well, pro well, deal, yeah. and they're already spoken about. You, mm-hmm. you kind of come in without seeing them, thinking mm-hmm. you expect them to be at, at, at least this level. Maybe um, it's a little bit of inspiration. You need that sort of, well, you know, proof to me. Yeah, you, yeah. You're starting again. You've, you did well to start with to, to be well, taken on in may the well way. Have a pro deal, but yeah, yeah. But now you know, prove yourself all over again. To me, mm. won't do him any harm. No, know, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, all for all it. All good players. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to Saturday, mm-hmm. the the return of football. Can I just say one, oh, one, oh, one thing, Tom? Go. The reserve game was one of two I watched yesterday on Tuesday. Oh, go on then. Go I on did then. watch, yeah, I'll give him a shout out here. Ford Amateurs beat Slime with Hest in the Lancashire Football Association Amateur Shield final at mm. Leylands County Ground on Tuesday night. So having been at the reserves, went home, have some tea, grabbed the lad. <laughs> 13 year old and yeah. uh, you know my son who and plays for there under 13 so I'm paid to watch that quid. one yeah so uh, paid 12 quid to watch uh, yeah. amateur football yeah but for you know 2-1 win for amateurs uh, real doggy determined game quite re- really enjoyed it had a bit of everything fans were singing Flair got let off when they scored the second goal <laughs> as, as it does and they weren't <laughs> short of a liner were they not yeah no no I didn't have to lines in it no no so it was, it was really good to watch it well done forward amateurs I think they're you know Tony Esquith, uh down there. He's 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 been a manager through non-league, very experienced guy, and um, yeah, they've done really well. I think the second in the West Lancs League at the moment. Mm. They've got three games in hand on the team who are sort of you know 
top of the table might be a bit of a tall order to to overtake them, but you never know. But uh, yeah. no, it's doing a good job, and it was it was nice to watch some football. And uh, yeah, there were four hundred four hundred and sixty at the final, which oh, is decent right. for a, yeah, yeah. You know, we're talk, you're talking level seven of football there, mm. so. It was it was it was a good turnout. I've got yeah, to yeah. Admit. yeah. Well, congratulations so. to them. Yeah. So there you go. I yeah. Four amateurs uh, get mentioned. So. And we'll go to the next football fix then. The next one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Derby County away on Saturday. Finally, um, the reverse fixture was a bit of a strange one because it was shortly after Trevor Hemmings had passed away, and it mm. all, almost a bit of a damp squib, nearly. You know, it it, yeah. it, it, it kind of got taken taken up in obviously remembering Mr. Hemmings and all, all that sort of stuff and Frankie McAvoy kind of spoke about that after the game and they really wanted to deliver and it, it all kind of got to them a bit the, the shackles are off I suppose yeah. it, when it comes to this game mm-hmm. Derby obviously down there struggling you'd like to see a proper performance this time I suppose wouldn't you you would yeah so yeah it was nil nil back at Deepdale mm. it wasn't yeah I think Derby were the far better side yeah. for quite a lot of it they only they tired towards the end yeah. and that was the only time North yeah. End got in the game Reese missed a one on one didn't he at the end so yeah. towards the end there so nil nil biggest home crowd of the season in the league mm. you know so far but no so I got to Derby um, as of Wednesday I, I saw a tweet from North End before I think they'd sold more than 1200 tickets away mm-hmm. tickets for the away end which is pretty decent mm. there was a sort of it was between this one and Barnsley for yeah. Gentry Day wasn't it and the fans voted for Barnsley which I think was the right decision. yeah I agree um, so but still going to be a good turnout probably you're probably looking at getting on for 1500 there mm. I would have thought on, um, on on Saturday first game first game for two and a half weeks uh, so as you say Derby struggled the, the Derby actually bottom of the table now. Yeah. They're facing work- bottom of the league, but they're not a bottom of the no, table side. But they'd worked themselves, you know, they they got the the points off for the administration and what the financial issues. Yeah. They got themselves back to a point where it looked like they were going to get out of this and were going to overhaul Reading fourth bottom. Yeah. It looked like if anyone was going to get out of it, it was them. But just when they got themselves into that position, they've really sort of slipped off the gas, haven't they? And Barnsley have, are now picking up a little bit of form mm-hmm. down at the bottom. Even Peterborough have like had a couple of good results recently. Yeah, so Reading are 33, so mm-hmm. they're safe at the moment. Um, all level games, Derby have played one game more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reading 33, Barnsley 28, Peterborough 26, Derby 25. Yeah. So Derby are eight points behind and have played a game, game more. more. So yeah. They're a bit gone. Um, Peterborough have to overtake both Barnsley yeah. and Reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnsley five points behind, as you say, picking Barnsley up a little bit. Just picked up a little bit because they they look like they didn't have a win in them. And yeah. then suddenly they've just found a little bit. Although Reading have four points from the last yeah. two games. Yeah. So probably a couple more wins for Reading, and you think? Yeah. yeah. Holes, don't probably you? won't take much. Yeah, but. Um, I mean, but, w- without the points deduction, Derby are like seventeenth. I think yeah, it is. So yeah. they're not a bad size. No, they're not, no. well, they're not. They're not at, at Peterborough or, no. or Barnsley. You know, they're not a relegation side, yeah. really. Interesting though. I was, I was listening to it was a clip on social media of Simon Jordan, the ex Crystal Palace owner. Mm on talk sport and he was talking about Wayne Rooney a soundbite from yeah. Simon Jordan I, I, I do enjoy listening to him actually I think he in his own way I think he speaks really well but he he was going on about Wayne Rooney and, and Derby and he and and last season Derby lost 13 out of the last mm. 15 or something and then this season 
with the pressure slightly off, they went on this really good run. But just when it's got them into that position where I think, mm. wow, they can do this, that ups the pressure a little bit. Can they make up the sort of four points or whatever they were behind? Yeah. Falling off the pace a little bit, you know. So yeah. a little bit I don't I had a little bit of criticism of Rooney there from Simon Jordan, but it mm. was worth bearing in mind. Yeah, he recently did an interview, didn't he, that he turned down an interview at Everton, Everton yeah. because he's eyeing up the Man United job. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure those two things. No. Uh, I would be Everton. I would interview Everton, but I want Man United. Well, yeah. they're not even no. looking at you, mate. I don't know what you... I know, it's a little <laughs> bit... strange, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but but going to Derby, you know, like, no, yeah, no offence, let's ignore the fact Derby are bottom of the table, are bottom. we've not done very well so, at times against teams lower down. Yep. You know, so, you know, Reading, fourth bottom, have done the double over, over North End this season, so... Yeah, North End, fair enough, picked up six points against Peterborough. It didn't win the best. Yeah, the away one was thanks to Cameron yeah, Archer. Yeah, um, yeah. so, and, the, and to be fair now, they did um, the the um, home beat Barnsley, one. beat Barnsley at home as well, mm. haven't they? Yeah, but there's, there's t- sometimes teams around that sort of little group near the bottom. Yeah, you know, Hull, Hull are next. So, Red yeah. have done the double. Hull won 4 oh. 1, yeah. you know. Um, Bristol City drew two, two twice. Draws, two draws. Birmingham. Yeah. A draw, draw and a, two draws, two, two draws. draws. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes Cardiff beaten and Swansea beat North End, didn't they? Both? Yeah, so it just you know, so so North End need to go down there. It, 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 obviously, all folk, a lot of fans' focus is going to be on the Blackpool game, but yeah, obviously, but Derby is the next game, and the fact is, it's the one to the first one to bounce back yeah. from after the Luton game. Yeah, don't really, you don't want a bad result at Blackpool. Against at Derby and going into Blackpool game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one to defeats. set you up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, you want something. You want to bring something on from Pride Park. Mm. It's not been the best of grounds for North End over the years. The last time we were there, they actually, well, they won twice last season behind closed doors, once in the Cup and then on Boxing Day with uh, Alan Brown's 97th minute winner. So mm. hopefully more of the same this time. Yeah, I remember we spoke last time how important it was to get a win before Blackpool mm. came came from behind against Coventry. Mm, mm. And then the, the next performance was completely different. So mm. um, maybe not yeah. a perfect science, but you'd never want yeah. to go into it out of form, would no. you, after a really heavy defeat and a terrible performance and another mm. one. But yeah. um, some decent players in that in that Derby side, though. You've still got someone like Tom Lawrence, who's yeah. talked about quite a lot, don't you? They, they do yeah. have... I mean, they lost Graham Shinney to Wigan, which was a bit of a, a strange one. 30 but grand or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah just because like they could. <laughs> I think it was just to keep the, the administrators happy, wasn't it? Keep the, keep the yeah. wages coming in, whatever, so... I think it basically paid a week of Tom Lawrence's wages. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, but there is there is decent place in that, and mm. to be fair, they, a lot they've had quite a few decent youth mm. products come through of late, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, they've got Lee Buchanan at fullback, yeah, yeah, decent bird, so, yeah. So yeah, it'd be nice. But they've, they've got a lad who's off to Italy in the summer, haven't they? They they've, they've sold a player. Oh, have they? Yeah, who's that? Summer, uh, young fullback. He played at wing back against North End. They've already done a deal for him to to I go to an that. Italian club. Lost the, the Polish winger. He's gone to America, hasn't he? He's he's gone. So uh, mm. yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, you know that yeah. one. How it and goes. They spe- you know they've got mm. Bielik there, who they spent mm. eight million pounds on or whatever. Yeah. Who's meant to be quite decent. Although I think he's had a lot of trouble with injuries. Mm. You know, Curtis Davies has played at a very high level. Craig Forsyth been there for ages. Mm. You don't know what 
Ravel Morrison was going to turn up yeah. on the day. He's got he's got something in his locker. So, mm-hmm. you know, Nathan Byrne of uh, the playoff final. Swindon, yeah, played for Swindon, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Colin so. Kazim Richards, who's been around a bit. So there's there's yeah. decent players in there. Kazim Richards is injured at the moment. Isn't mm. he? Yeah, he struggled a bit. To yeah. be fair, yeah. this season with an injury it. before the um, before the yeah. international break. Yeah, so no, but I, f- I, d- I do think North End need to be nice to go into the Blackpool game with something positive from Derby. Derby have won one of the last six. Mm. Is it a team North End should put to the sword? Would it would yeah. it it'd be very satisfying for yeah. PNE it's to about, put yeah, someone to the sword, yeah. wouldn't it? North End, you know, to be fair, it, if it's three points, I'll take three points, whatever. Mm. I just think they need a reaction from the from the looting game, you know. So uh, don't care how they do it, you know, but just just get some put, you know, hopefully get a win on the board, just give mm. them that little lift again, you know. But they need to, you know. There's, there's still eight games. Yeah, playoff chances now are slimmer than slim. Yeah, you know, not mathematically beyond them, but it's unlikely to say the least. We want to finish. I don't like seasons which just peter out. I've mm. seen it far too often at North End. What a bit of fight from them, you know. Like uh, yeah. a side petering out to me is not a Ryan Low type side. Mm. You know, he, he need, you know, he'll want him sort of pushing on and yeah. finishing this season strongly. You kind of finish this one how you want to start yeah. the next one, yeah. don't yeah. you, I Proof, suppose? Yeah, you know, you do then get a gap in the summer which scores your momentum a little bit as showed this, you know, like from mm. last season to this. But you do see quite yeah. often teams that finish strong come yeah. into the next season yeah. quite well and they yeah. can they can carry it yeah. through. But if there's going to be, with a lot of players out of contract this season who aren't involved in the first team picture really, mm-hmm. you can imagine those players leaving. There's going to be quite a few new arrivals during the summer, you'd say. Yeah. And Ryan Lowe will be saying to the ones who are under contract, who are here beyond the summer, well, show me you're worth sticking in the team you yeah. know, next season. There'll be a, quite a few new lads arriving over the summer. They might want your place, yeah. you know. So that'd be the challenge for me to players to hang up, you know, to to show them. Well, I'm, I'm worth placing your plans for next season. How would you approach it? Who are you? Because last time, back three: Vandenberg, Bamo Diaby, Andrew Hughes, McCann on the left side, yeah. Reese and Archer up front. Mm-hmm. How do you approach this one? I go Patrick Bauer back in the defence, um, centre half. Um, have a way up of how Sepp is after the playing twice during the international break. Yeah. But probably stick with him. I'd I'd put a round peg in a round hole at left wing back. Josh Ho- I'm hoping Greg Cunningham might be back. Yeah, yeah. Um get him back involved down that. He'd side. be very good for the derby, I suppose, wouldn't he? A real yeah. good head to have yeah. in that kind of game. Yeah. So but then do you do you want him for Derby and Blackpool? Or yeah, true, do, true. do you want Greg going in cold into Blackpool. Do you mm. want him with a bit of game time? Can you so. give him? Can you give him forty-five, fifty an hour, and then put Earl on or McCann yeah. or something? Because McCann's come on and done okay yeah. in the yeah, last half yeah, an hour, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he gets exposed o- over the course, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yeah, that'd be an interesting one. I'd, yeah, Potts are going to play right wing back midfield. DJ's not been away on the international break, mm-hmm. has he? So he'll be he'll be fresh. Brown probably he'll be okay for it. Whiteman too. Whiteman, yeah. Um, then up then up front, it's a case of how Archer is after being See, ill. See, last time we, I remember last time we played Derby, they played I think Reese and I feel like it might have been Barkayson up front. You know, not Maguire. Could have been. Uh, the they went they went with pace. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. And did not get in behind Davies and Jagielka one bit no, at all. Well. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting. I know it's a different manager and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
being interesting how it goes this time when it's you know Jagielka's not there anymore, but Davies is still there, and there's, mm. there's going to be a lack of pace. Mm. Whether Ryan Lowe's able to take advantage of it, yeah. and, you know, I mean they've been much better at getting to the touchline and pulling it back since Ryan Lowe took charge, mm-hmm. but it's whether they can do that yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Although Emil Reese hasn't played well in the last two games, he started really. Mm-hmm. Chad Evans has come on and made a difference. Yeah. Do you go with him or not? Or do you yeah. say if maybe? Do you go Ched and Archer for the derby? Yeah. But That's then it. you're looking well, ahead too much. Oh, and I, I, do, do you? If I were an North End manager as well, I've got, I've got to admit, I'd have a. You've got to have an eye on the Blackpool game, though. It just be. I know. I know it's one game at a it's time. It's the exception mantra. to the rule, probably. Yeah, but with how tame North End were at Bloomfield Road mm. in October under a different manager, mm-hmm. right? Not so, but. Ryan Lowe's going to be feeling it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's still he, on Ryan Lowe to make a difference this time. He got a big question about it from a fan on Monday night who made his point. Look, you know, this is not an ordinary game. Don't treat it as the next game. This is Blackpool. You can't, you know, like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I think they've still got. To, he's got to have some something on Blackpool. The fact that it's like a Saturday Tuesday turnaround, you know. Yeah. So. But um, but if I was to pick a side, you know, for just taking that emotion out of it, for me, Bauer definitely starts at centre. Yep. If Cunningham's fit, I'd start him. Yep. Um, yeah, so do you play your best yeah. 11 to win your next game? Yeah, well, that, that's it, isn't that's it? That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So if you do that, Although you, do you, you start Has great. Ryan Lowe got his strongest 11? A lot of managers yeah, yeah. now have a best 14 or so, don't they? Invent, you know, like slot, you know, yeah. slotting people I'd, in Yeah, but that. I don't think he has a best 11 full stop, like... Mm. I don't think he knows who his left wing no. back is for sure. No. I think when Greg th- Greg had a couple of games there, and looked yeah. like he could do it, yeah. but he didn't have the pace. Yeah. And I was looking, I was looking at it probably out the all that he. I think they've used nine players at left wing back right low. You know that's moving players during games and bringing subs on. I think Greg's had six or seven of those starts at left wing back, so he's the predominant one. Yeah. There. So you know, and you think. You, if you're going to play Greg against Blackpool, he does need something in the lungs, I think, mm-hmm. on on Saturday. Or does the Blackpool game give him another couple of days to get himself fully fully fit, you know, with some more training? Yeah, and just, yeah I suppose you yeah. could chuck him in and, and play him off adrenaline. Yeah. I'm sure that'll get him through 90. May not yeah. get him through the next Saturday, but yeah. probably could get him through the Blackpool game. Yeah, but so. they are quite tricky out wide, Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. we'll go on. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to touch on it, the Blackpool game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, it's not a normal game. They need to be better. Yeah, need to be far, far. <laughs> what What was disappointing in October, Tom, was at Bloomfield. Was like sometimes in a game you can someone can make an absolute howler and mm. it settles it. You know, and it's a bit toe to toe, a bit mm. end. It's a bit of a scruffy game, but you know, both sides are sort of not quite at it. But you know, you find a way to win or a mistake settles it. Yeah, both end you were just a bit. Yeah, not you know. There was one chance that Whiteman put wide, but apart from that, there wasn't a lot of threat from him. Blackpool didn't offer a great deal no, either, but didn't have to. he didn't have to. And, and that it, was a disappointing you, thing. You come me. away from the game and you, you're obviously going to get stick about it, but there was so little you could come back with. You can't go, you know, like like you say, if it's come off someone's backside and they're, they're giving you stick, you go, oh yeah, you only scored because it was a fluke, but... but there was no comeback. Mm. North End were rubbish on the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blackpool were better. Didn't need to be that good. Weren't even that good, but yeah. were better. Yeah. What can you say? Yeah. You know, and, and we speak so much. Bragging rights are very important. They are. They you are. know, because this season, the, the, the 
they're very close to each other in the table mm. now. Yeah, I was going you, to just gonna mention that. You'd think that whoever wins is yeah. probably going to finish higher than the other potentially. Yeah, you know, yeah, especially but, if Blackpool do with a, a point ahead and a game in hand at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, so th- this is one important for North End to peg back. But you think if pro- probably the playoffs is out of reach for both. If yeah. we talk about it being thin for North End, it's thin finish for Blackpool as well. So it is it is local pride and it is local yeah, bragging rights. I hate that phrase, but <laughs> it is, you know, uh, if you happen to work with a Blackpool fan, they just, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awful, that. But, um, but no, they just they, they just need to be so much better than they were just on the game, you know, the, uh, than they were at Blackpool. They need, you know, they need to be lively. They don't need to be flying into tackles and getting booked in the fifth minute or mm-hmm. anything nothing, nothing stupid like that but just show you that you're up for yeah, it yeah Alan Brown got sent off last time didn't he where it all Stop kind of boiled time, over yeah. a little bit yeah. towards the end you just need to bear a good tempo to the play early mm. on you know you you do have to settle into a game but yeah. you can do it in a way where you know get night, set your tempo early set your stall out properly what you want to do set your standards yeah. early on important as well not to get carried away for some people obviously last time it it was it was their first derby mm. and i know it's such a a poor game but it's important not to let it get too much alan brown is very proud to be north end captain and he's someone that likes to go flying in ryan ledson if had he been fit would be the same but it's important not to overstep and not mm. to not to cost the rest of the team no. you don't want well. any you don't want anyone on a booking from the fifth mm. minute you know, with yeah, because it it gives referee, gives opposition yeah. fans a leg up as well because yeah. like, oh, he's in danger already, and and simple yeah. things like that make a difference in derbies. The guy down to referee at the moment is David Webb, who's he did North End's game against Sheffield United at home against Deepdale, sent Andrew Hughes off. Oh. Does like a card or two? Mm. Not 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 anything wrong with that, but he is one who will show cards. So you don't want someone on a yellow card early mm. doors, you know, and someone running at him where you're going to have to yeah. make a tackle at one as point. As I said yeah. earlier, did you have quite tricky wingers? I mean, yeah. Anderson and mm-hmm. Bowlers yeah. had a £2 million bid or whatever from mm-hmm. uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Lavery's a willing runner. Gary Medina will rough people up a bit and try. Yeah. That'd be interesting, Medina against uh, yeah. Bauer. What I know is that North End need to... What will happen? The fans will get behind him for this one. Mm. I know they will. Um, the efforts made behind the scenes yeah. is nearly enough six thousand pounds raised by North End fans via PNE online for him to raise money for those two surfer flags. Mm-hmm. And the flag manufacturer for the Finney one put a picture on mm. Twitter the other day, and it looked you know just a, a little bit of it. I don't know if it was taken. It was taken from a high view. Yeah. Whether they've flown a little drone over or someone had gone up out the, the window roof. or something, yeah, yeah. and um, it looked magnificent. Now, when that's being spread out along the along the town end before kick off on Saturday on Tuesday night, that is going to look magnificent, you know. And I just, I just think I, I know the North End fans will raise their voices for this one. They, yeah, you know, they've, they've been waiting for this one. Yeah, it, Ryan Lowe was saying the other day, was it? They meet the manager. You do your part, and, yeah. and we'll do ours. I, yeah. I, the, the fans will be doing well, their the fa- part. Yeah, this fan was asking about Blackpool. It was a good question. You know, what will you make sure that you know you put it into it? And he, Ryan Lowe's reply was, Where, "Whereabouts do you sit in the ground?" He said, "I sit at the town end, or whatever." He said, "Well, if you do your bit, mm. I'll make sure I and my team will do mine." So mm. there, there it is. You know, and yeah. the gauntlet laid down him. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah, it should be should be should be an exciting one. But there's some big games. This you know, like mm. these last eight games. Just you know, the Derby, as you say, they got the relegation issue. Blackpool takes care of itself. It should do. 
Millwall on Good Friday, they've been sort of in and around North End, aren't mm. they? Fulham away then, it's... Um, I wrote in the paper about mm, this, that, mm. I, that to me, when I was going through it, there's pretty much only QPR at home that you could maybe, that could maybe be a little bit forgetf- forgettable. But, but even they're going, they're going for the playoffs, yeah, you yeah, know, so... Yeah, because you've got Derby, the first one when you come back, obviously everyone's keen for it, mm. Blackpool. Blackpool's a bit of the, probably, Blackpool and North End, and, and it's probably the mid, most mid-table mm-hmm. in sort of the games, yet it's going to be... Yeah, there. yeah, it's going to be yeah. right up there compared to the others. Yeah, but Millwall again are up and around. Those might could still sneak. But it's the still Easter, yeah. which is you know yeah. people are off or, or whatever yeah. might choose to go. Fulham, Fulham could be looking to go up by Champions yeah. by then. Yeah. Then you've got Rovers, Rovers, which now on a Monday night, yeah. Rovers are going for the playoffs, um, and it's Rovers, and it, yeah, it's Rovers that will take care of itself. Barnsley, Barnsley's the relegation, yeah, and, and it, you know they're they're down trying to get out of trouble, yeah. And then Middlesbrough's your last game of the season. You yeah. don't want to miss the last game, you know, yeah. And, Mid- last... and Middlesbrough will be coming here probably hoping maybe, for the playoffs, hoping yeah. for the playoffs, you know. So um, there's some, yeah, the yeah there's a lot to play for them. But I think the main thing for North the... End, you've got to please your own fans. Forget <laughs> yeah. about the fact that Middlesbrough might get yeah the that's the thing forget about that we're listing most of them as yeah the other team have yeah. something to play for yeah. not really but pne preston fans have paid the season ticket money yeah, yeah. paying their admission money they want to be entertained ryan yeah. Lowe wants to look at those players and go next season do i want you here you yeah know? So. yeah definitely definitely got stuff to prove mm. and it'd be interesting as well because he's got a clear style he yeah. knows what he yeah. wants and he said that in the past didn't yeah he? I, there was an answer, uh, a question in the press conference and said, you know, do you know what you want mm. in the market this summer? And his answer was so quick and so simple. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, what can you say anything? Yeah, well, yeah. no, not really at the no. moment, but I know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's when it started with the training, having people around to the training ground, stuff like that. I think that's yeah. what kind of stemmed those quotes. But but if you, if you think about it, if, if North End could beat Blackpool, how much that buys you mm. with fans. A oh. Derby win buys you that sort of... Yeah. If you think that Derby win for Simon Graveson in the Cup mm. in 2013 when Tommy Clark scored, just how much that bought yeah. Graveson that the, time... To the score. pair of them yeah. will get beers bought for them in Preston for the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah, for that, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, you know that how much that... It, Buys you so much credit, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, so. and it went against Frankie. Yeah, that, that not only not only were we not mm. playing very well, blah blah blah. We also got beat by Blackpool. Frankie, and ne- it, it, Frankie never recovered from it. No, I don't think Frankie ever did. You know that that was, and like you say, the manner of it yeah. as well. Because the result, there was results after that, mm. which actually were good. You know, mm. they went to Bournemouth and won yeah. after that, etc. They beat Luton, they beat whatever. So. Um, yeah, here they are now, sort of, you know, for everyone who remembers Frankie, they lost to Blackpool. You yeah, know, so. yeah, it's difficult. It, mm. it, for Ryan Lowe, mm. he could have a 100% record against Blackpool. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then, it, as, as you say, it means they can also got a better chance of finishing above them this season because, again, that's something that's going to matter mm. as who finishes higher. Yeah, yeah. So, But uh, we mm. shall see. Uh, I'll go to some questions from Twitter now. Uh I tweeted out earlier at Tom Sandals. Any questions you want asking uh, on the podcast? Who would you have in in the summer if you could hand pick some transfers? Come on, what's Mitrovic Scout, doing these days? Said <laughs> what's Mitrovic yeah. doing these days? I don't know specific names, but I'd, for me, yeah, wing back on either side, mm. um, two strikers. 
Uh, two more strikers, two. yeah. So, he, because... If Archer, one of them was Archer, I'd then want another one. And right. if it's not Archer, I'd want two more. Oh, okay, yeah, because I suppose you've got Sinclair probably leaving. Gleaming, yeah, you'd think then, so, yeah. Right. Because, um, whatever, we need to score goals. Yeah. Well, two new strikers, I'd go for... To, you know, if one of them was Archer, I wouldn't wouldn't mind seeing another type of Archer. Not yep. necessarily we need, we don't need another Evans or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Archer, a n other Reese. Yep, and um and Evans and Evans and Maguire backing him up if needs be. Yep. Um, yeah, wing back on either side. Minimum. Uh, minimum. Yeah, and then if not two on the right. Yeah, uh, I think it, two I, on the left. Yeah, I I doubt at this stage whether. Everson's going to come back or Sepp's going to come back. Like mm-hmm. I, I, just a mood music whenever you hear Ryan Lowe speak and people at the club speaking, even to the fans on Monday. They're, difficult, they're going to be difficult to get back. You're going to, we've said this before, with Vandenberg and Everson, if they were to come back for a second season, another next season, they will have done two and a half years on loan mm. at the same club, which you don't get very often. At the same level. Yeah, yeah. So it's, they might be difficult to get back. So mm. basically you might be Buying another, you know, couple of you, know, you, you might need to rebuild your goalkeeping department yeah, as well. Because yeah, Declan Rudd's not looking not looking great with his injury at the yeah, moment. Yeah, and then yeah. Connor Ripley's probably going uh, out of contract. Matt Hudson, who's extended his loan at Bamber Bridge, he's yeah. out of contract. And if then you've Everson got Everson. comes back, yeah. So he, you know, he could have to <laughs> the whole. Yeah, there's just gonna be Mike Pollitt yeah, left, so yeah, LB so. still fit. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no, but there's yeah, there's scope all over the pitch. You know, mm. you, you might. Uh, I think midfield's one of the stronger areas. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there might be someone they fancy in there. Especially a fully so. fit Ryan Ledson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom Bailey's potentially coming I, back, I, but I, hasn't really pulled up any trees at Wigan. I was doing some, I was just looking at his stats today. He's only started six League One games. Mm. He's got like 14 starts, but like five of them in the Papa John's Trophy. There's a few more in the FA Cup and... So he's not exactly gone and shone in League One when yeah. he come and shine in the Championship. So yep. I think midfield's strong, but it's those wing-back areas up front. I think every, every manager said he wants another striker up front. You know, like, and I, I'd like to see two more in the building. Jordan Story has to come back and be involved for me. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's done too well. Good. He, he's earned the right to come back and do well, you know, to come I, back I and get a he, chance. Yeah. I don't think he did anything particularly wrong mm. to be loaned out in the yeah. first place it's not like oh you're out of form go no. and get some I think, form in I think League One we were well covered yeah. uh, he'd lost his place towards the end of Frankie yeah. um, obviously not quite Ryan hadn't quite seen a lot of him when when he first came in mm-hmm. and probably he's not the kind of character to sort of really no, it's not push a big, yeah. he's not a big sort of he's not a big character I suppose yeah. is he? he's not like that, that sounds a bit harsh on him but he's not no. personality wise he's probably quite a quiet lad Yeah, maybe he's not that big sort of he, on the pitch, he'll talk and he'll, yeah. he's, he's quite commanding. He's never like never bullied in the air or anything like that. But you compare it, for example, someone like Joe Rafferty, who's just a, you would say like just a fullback, whatever. He's got a really big personality in yeah. the dressing room, and everyone everyone yeah. likes him. Not not saying people don't like story. I'm digging a hole here, aren't I? Yeah. But you know, he's a quieter type. Yeah. But story's like yeah, but but he's, story's gone to the level below hmm. and done very well. Yeah. He, he, he's played 13 games. He's played all but seven minutes. Yeah. Sheffield games. Wednesday already fans are already talking yeah. can we get him permanently yeah. can we so, get him back yeah so but so he's wanted to sort of come back and at least compete and I think one of the reasons he went um, to Wednesday basically his money saving on his wages let yeah. him bring in Cameron Archer there was very few players who they could probably let go and get sufficient money in to like 
let alone to get Cameron Archer. So it was almost sacrificed, you know, yeah. like it was one where they thought, well, yeah, we could get him, you know, like we can get Archer, but we need to let someone go rather than let about five or six different ones and try and get all their bits of saving on wages together and like add it all up and go and get Archer. They were able yeah. to sort of get one hit and get him, you know, and then Bambo's wages probably came out of like bits and pieces of Harrop going, etc. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll throw one name out there, Paddy Lane. <laughs> you knew it was coming, you knew it was coming. Uh, Fleetwood, left footer. Just played for Ireland, actually. He was at Hyde United last year, non-league, well, and now he's an international. Mm -hmm. What a player. He'll go at left wing back for me. Um, let's have another one. Uh, what is our plan B for next season if we don't get taken over, or is it looking likely we will? Uh, it's still kind of plan a bit B. up in well, the yeah, air. I don't I, think I, you need a plan B. It's just as it was. Yeah, I don't as, think you as need as you a were. plan A or plan B. If the if 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 Chris Kirshner doesn't buy it, the... The, the present regime stays, you know, in charge. They had plans in place for the next few seasons. Yeah. It's not... It, a there's a business plan in place for three years, yeah. I think, so it will just carry on a, as that, you know. So yeah. unless... You know, if, I don't we, we don't know where we're up to really in it, but if, if, if Chris Kirshner didn't NDAs. buy it, there's another, you know... It's open for mm -hmm. anyone else to sort of come in and have a look at it. We're, mm. we're at that stage now on Wednesday, I think on Friday, March 31st. That, yeah, I think, oh, is that Thursday? That, that's Thursday, yeah. yeah. 31st, I think, is end of due diligence. You know, like you can't, due diligence can't go on and on forever. Mm -hmm. a, a club or a business has to be allowed to sort of function, you know, during due diligence a company or, or North End in this case, they're not allowed to give out new contracts, make big decisions like on season tickets, etc., yeah. which could yeah. alter the financial... Season tickets for a tenner yeah. next year, guys. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy, due, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> due diligence has to be a sort of snapshot of the club at that yeah. time without anything altering it. But that can't go on forever. Yeah. So I, th I think due diligence period ends, you know, this week. So... If, it's probably a significant ish date, but it's mm. not the be all and end all. Mm. Um, I think if if there was a, a price agree, I've heard that there might have been if there's two prices involved. One if it got completed before the end of March, a slightly higher one if it goes into April or beyond any day. Mm -hmm. So that might be a little bit significant, but whether I, I don't can't really see the end of March being a be all and end all for, yeah. for what's going to happen want, in if this. you want a club I mean yeah, if Kirchner was prepared yeah. to get involved with admin and all this sort of stuff at Derby and gave yeah. it a good go I'm sure there's a lot less hassle with yeah. PNE. I'm sure he'll stick around for it yeah yeah because I just think th these things have to be done properly you know like you, you read on social media and on you know fans talk etc that at times, the amount of people who claim to know what's going on, there must be 50 people around that negotiating mm. table. But when, when there's not, we're probably, it's not North End selling themselves. It's mm. a Hemmings organisation selling off North End if it, if it happens. So they're handling it. It's not North End, they're handling their own sale or anything. Yeah. So, um, but just have to see with it, really. But um, yeah. if it's going to get done, you want it done properly, don't you? You know, if if it takes a few extra weeks for the takeover to go through, if it is happen, so be it. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd like them to have done that examination, that forensic examination of the club. Yeah. Looked into where they can improve things in their eyes or whether they can get better sponsorship, etc. They need, you know, do do that diligence, do that research, etc. And if it doesn't happen, you carry on yeah. as as 
<laughs> as was going to happen anyway. Yeah, it's not whole... like a derby where they're desperate for an yeah, owner yeah. to take him out of administration and they need to get out of administration. And this is nothing particularly new. North End has has never really not been for sale, no. if that makes yeah. sense. It, the right there. to the right buyer, the right bidder. Yeah. It, anyone could have bought them at any time, really. Yeah. Every club is up for sale. Mm. You know, you would have said a few weeks ago probably one of the few who wasn't was Chelsea and then look, yes, yeah. look you know it takes a totally different turn of events you know mm-hmm. non-footballing as bad as you can get but suddenly they're up for sale you yeah. know so um, so yeah if, it, if it's going to happen you know like I think since we last recorded the pod um, Chris Kirshner did his you know, he, he flew back last Wednesday, wasn't it, out of UK after a visit mm. and tw- did some tweet. Yeah, the Q&A. Tweet, tweet Q&A, which was, it was good, you know, like uh, being able to tweet off a plane. We've, 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 <laughs> got to, we've always got to put our phones on airplane mode, yeah. don't we, and things like that. But when you've got a private jet flowing, you're flying your home. But it was, it was, it was an interesting insight, wasn't it, into mm. his mind. How he'd want to. Yeah, yeah, how he'd want to do it. He'd obviously got his ideas and a mm. thought process, which is encouraging. It's yeah. not just... Um, you know, someone thinking off the top of their head or something. It made so. me laugh. It was um, mm. no PNE related questions. Okay, yeah. but if you were to yeah. buy a club, say I'm not. It's not not saying PNE, uh, but if you were to buy a football club, potentially in the northwest, they yeah. used to buy a championship football club. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. based in the northwest. Yeah. But as I say, you know, like um, if it's gonna happen, it will happen. Mm-hmm. Just let the process get it done properly. You know, so obviously yeah. you do. You, you know, you can't have it dragging on too much you know but i'd rather you know if it's going to be an extra few weeks for a successful outcome let that be yeah yep. uh, another and if question. it gets to the point where it doesn't happen you mm. just carry on you've got to carry yeah. on and you know someone else might come in you never know another question on this topic on uh, what do you think of the speculation that if kirchner takes over that ridsdale and Lowe will be out and rooney in well mm. for a start uh well we said last week about ryan Lowe mm. and he needs to stay. Yeah. And he's been brilliant for the club. Um that's not a personal point of view, we don't yeah. know. Um no. Yeah. No. We're well, not privy to anything. Yeah. Gary in, that Cook. Q, in that Q and A, um, Chris Kirchner said that Gary if he Cook finds a club, he's got two sets of people mm-hmm. at looking at it at the moment, financial lot and his legal lot, which mm-hmm. he would expect in a takeover. And he said it basically on the financial thing, Gary Cook will run the club. Mm-hmm. So I presume he'll go in as a chairman. Now, whether that means a role for Peter Ridsdale on as a sort of administrator underneath that, I don't know, or whether that's Peter going, I'm not too sure at this stage, mm-hmm. you know. So, but there's a link there with Rooney, isn't there? So yeah. The, the you can see the link. The link was there because I know, like when when he's trying to buy Derby, mm. Rooney spot, you know, obviously, Ro- yeah, agent. yeah, his his agent Stratford, sort of Port Stratford's yeah. got involved with Gary Cook, and um, also I think Rooney spoke to him you know if he was it looked like at one point he would be taking over Derby so I think Rooney made the effort to go and get to know him yeah, which he yeah. would do you know if it was a future employer try and keep his job yeah <laughs> so but I, I just personally my own opinion is if Chris Kirshner did get the club to make a managerial change would be wrong mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion yep. I'm not telling him how to run it but yep. you've got a manager here who's built up a great rapport with the fans yep who a lot of people can see progress with. Yeah, yeah. No need to upset that. There's plenty when it, when it, when it, when a new owner comes to the club. There's plenty for them to do. Yeah, when there's been yeah. so much stability at this club yeah. for so long, don't make yeah. too many changes too soon. Yeah, we've had two managerial changes yeah. recently. Alex Neil and Frankie McAvoy have gone in the last year. 
you know, thank mm. you quite recently. Lane Lowe's only four months into this job. Lost a long time owner yeah, and yeah. person that's involved with the club as well. Yeah, you do not need a managerial change yeah. for, for me at the moment. Yeah, not, not I completely agree, especially for the way, yeah. it, if nothing else, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a results based yeah. business and the results yeah. have been fine the yeah. results have been good yeah. so other people might think differently Kirchner might think differently mm. for all I know mm. if it was another owner coming in they might have an idea but yeah look a hole yeah um, did the same thing yeah just think at the moment it's unnecessary I think you know have a look at who's already in place the way you know like the way Lowe interacted with the fans on Monday was really good it was how I expected it to be you know is brilliant you know like any kids asked a question he was so he was down, he's got kids himself. He, mm. was, he was there at their level, you know, talking to what's your name, mate, you know, and things like that. Just a little bit of chit-chat with him, you know, mm. to make him feel at ease. And, you know, he didn't have to make any big, bold statements or anything. You know, he chatted away, good level with him, signed autograph, took pictures, you know. So, you know, he he's in post. you got a strong manager there who knows yeah. what he wants. Yeah, uh, and one more is there more of a focus on the youth team central league team playing a similar slash the same formation style as the first team to yes. make the pathway easier for them to progress into the first team yeah. and they've every time I've seen them they've played three five, yeah they so. have, yeah definitely Ryan Lowe did say that at the meeting on Monday that he said he, he wants throughout the academy from like under whatever mm. once you get up to 11 aside or whatever you want them playing that sort of three-five-two system as you say the reserves on every time i've seen the reserves whether it's four or draw, or nil, nil draw <laughs> yeah. like you've seen to get tom it's yeah. always been a three-five-two hasn't it so yeah. um as it was on on, on tuesday so there's, there's a definite pattern there you do need you know if, if there's if a manager's got that pathway he he needs sides playing that way all yep. the way through I think to be fair when Alex Neal was in charge a lot yeah, of, the, te- a lot, the a lot of the teams you know we didn't have a reserve side then but they had the youth team youth and team then switched in, to four two yeah, three one. In, in a bounce game if they played bounce games it was a sort of you know, I remember I was covering them it. at the yeah. time a mm. bit and uh, Adam O'Reilly was the number 10 and you had Jack Baxter in one of the two centre yeah. midfield roles mm. you had Walker on one side yeah um, they definitely mm-hmm. switched that way as well, to be fair to them. Yeah. Uh, and one last question from Twitter. Uh, do we know who's training with the team? In short, no. No, and no, no. Because Ryan Lord made a comment, didn't he? He said he'd, um, they'd had one or two training. Mentioned it earlier on this pod, I think we did. Yeah, well. yeah, about players coming down and maybe training. Yeah. Um, we, we, we can only assume guesswork that yeah. the are players have already been told they're leaving other clubs, yeah. maybe higher up, you know, like... Um, but we've not been presented with a list of any names yeah. and wouldn't expect it to be so yeah because as soon as they started doing that it, it's such yeah. a there's such a, mm. a a big domino effect especially yeah. it starts right at the top and then yeah. it trickles all the way down yeah. and if any names got out or anything like that yeah. it disrupts that yeah. and we don't watch him train and, we're, yeah. we're not there to watch him train we're we go in a different door and press, then press conferences are done before after training mm. you know they're not there when, when we're there so yeah. we're not privy there's to no yeah. fancy open training sessions like there is for like was that champions league games or something then the media the get one 15 minutes yeah, yeah. You got 15 minutes to watch him and then yeah get so out, yeah. not yet anyway yeah. um but I think that's about it for this week, Dave. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, just looking forward to getting started again. Yeah, yeah. Dar- Dar- as I say, Derby away and then Blackpool is a bit... I, tell you, I, get, I was getting a bit excited doing the Blackpool mm. talk and stuff. It's, yeah. it, it, 
it's big yeah, isn't it? just, it's just big. You, you just need a big performance yeah that it one. starts from like 5 30 saturday doesn't it like dead on as soon five as that whistle goes five, i hope yeah. we don't finish by 5 30 tom i mean a blooming late kickoff i'm terrible, terrible yeah, with time. Are, yeah yeah so we get to five o'clock we've gone through sort of <laughs> six or seven minutes injury time no yeah. no so they just need to sort of yeah it needs a big one that one yeah yeah, yeah. but as i say it needs that balance on the pitch. They need to make the mark early on against Blackpool. Set a tempo. I'm not saying, as I say, not go out necessarily smash into people with a tackle or you don't need to score after five minutes, but you need to set that tempo. Yeah. You need to go out and say, right, this is how we're going to play over 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Good crisp passing, get it round, move it round. Yep. And the fans will respond. Yeah, they will. They will. The fans will be up for it before kickoff. Mm. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And you need to keep that level and they, those fans need, and how the fans will keep that level is being encouraged by what's happening on the pitch. Yeah, you know, so um, you know if they if they can see a good crisp tempo from the start, you're mm. gonna be gonna be right up. Yep. Well, here we go, Derby first. Yep. Uh, well, all I have to say is thank you very much for listening. Make sure to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Tom Sandals at Seds underscore LEP and at LEP underscore football. Go to LEP.co.uk for daily PNE stories and content. And by the Lancashire Post, there's daily North End stories in there, as well as other football from around the region. All that's left to say, though, is thank you very much for listening. Thank you.